We are now live. Thomas Hearns, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for, thank you for having me on the show, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, really appreciate your time. Um, so for some of the younger viewers that might not have uh, know too much about you, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, I'm just a, a guy, a, a guy that was interested in boxing. I think I, I got into boxing. I think I did pretty well in boxing. And I'm just um, the average person that started boxing and loved, loved the sport of boxing. And I did okay. Good man. So why did you get into boxing in the first place? Well, my idol was Muhammad Ali. When I see Muhammad Ali fight, it just made me want to do it more, more, more and more. And then when, after after I found the gym, then I, I really, really started going and and started to 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 learn how to box. Once I learned how, I, I just, just kept it up. So what do you think separated you from the other boxers of your sort of era and your generation? What you do you think made you stand out the most? I guess the, 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 the determination, the desire that I had to just go in and, and just do away with my opponent. You know, just show them that I was in charge. So how did you feel um, like when obviously you were known as uh, sort of a knockout artist uh, throughout your career. How did you feel after knocking out an opponent? Well, no, I, I, when I first started doing it, I kind of felt bad because I felt like, you know, I knocked them out and, and I, I was hoping that my opponent would be okay after after I knocked them out. But, you know, after a while, I, I, I kind of got used to it. So, obviously, um, you've had many achievements in, in your career. Uh, what do you think was your most proudest achievement for you? Uh, probably winning the proud, my proudest probably winning my first world title, becoming um, a champion. That was probably my most proud, proud moment. So, wouldn't wouldn't you rank uh, being the first man in history to win four world titles? Um, also up there with that, or was just the first one that you ever won the best, the, the and that was first, it? First, the first title, which started, which really started everything. After winning the first title, then, man, I was just like, I, I, I can do more, I can do better. I, I just went for the next one. And then the next one, the next one, and then all of a sudden I had seven. Um, if I could take you back to your sort of amateur days, you won 155 fights, but had few knockouts. What turned you into, uh, when you turned a professional, how comes from then no one could take your power? What turned you into this uh, the knockout artist that you was? Well, when it, when it changed from three rounds to, to eight and ten rounds, that's when, that's when I started, things got to change. I'm not, I'm not trying to go in there and bark 10, 12 rounds at a time. So I said, well, I, I gotta try to get these guys out, get them a little quicker. So I started trying to knock them out. <laughs> when I started knocking them out, then it made it much easier. I just loved it, so I kept on doing it. So older people say that boxers who turned pro in the 1960s and 1970s were better than the fighters of today. Would you agree or do you disagree with that? Well, I think that. I think I think that we want more. I think we want want more than the guys do now. 
guys are not really sure in the answers of how, how badly they, they really want to be a champion or how bad they really want to move on, move further in, 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 the, in the division. And, and in my days, it was like, either you fight or you go home sick or unhappy. And I didn't want to, go all, I didn't want to be one of them guys going home unhappy. Do you think um, sort of the, the money in the sport today also plays a factor in the sense of you've got people that are not necessarily fighting for world titles, but they're winning, they're, they're receiving great money, and obviously that maybe gives them a sort of lack of ambition? That's a, that's a great boost because, you know, when you're fighting and you, you make a little money, that's good. That's really good. That's good too, but when you pay me, make big money, oh man, just like guys, guys get that kind of money, like they they can do whatever they want to do. They think they can do whatever they want, but it's not, but it's not really not true. You still have a certain guideline you must go go by. If you if you don't go by a guy my guideline, they're gonna soon appreciate it. go go away. So, were you? Are you proud to have kind of boxed around in the golden era? Because that's arguably the greatest. Well, most boxing pros out there and most boxing fans will say that you know the golden era was Hagler, Hurds, uh, Sugar Ray, Roberto Duran, and so on. Were you proud to be a part of that era? Almost definitely. I'm a great era to be in. I'm definitely proud of that era. So your second fight with uh, Ray Leonard was scored a draw. Um, yeah, everyone seems to think, like everyone believes, and I, I believe as well, that you won the second fight. Even uh, Ray admits that he lost the fight. Looking back, do you agree that you won? Oh, most definitely. From day one. <laughs> yeah, so straight away after, as soon as the scorecards were given out, you was like, damn, like I won that fight. <laughs> <laughs> He knew it. I mean, uh, people say the first round of your fight with Marvin Hagler was the greatest round in boxing history. Um, I was wondering, is it true that you broke your right hand in that first round? Yeah, first round, I broke my hand. Because... Uh, I mean, um, it, was, it was a fight that I guess we wanted to do so much and we wanted to show people um, that... that you know, that I had the ability to take care of business. And when I didn't want to try to take care of business, and just the hand was strong enough. Yeah, because obviously, uh, I believe when that fight was over, you didn't want to make any excuses. So the right hand being broken wasn't known about for a, a little while. It's, I might be wrong on that. Yeah. You know, I, I couldn't take that away from Marvin Hagler. Marvin Hagler. Was a great opponent. He did did a great job, and for me, because I didn't win, say uh, have me all the way. I didn't win because my hand was broken. No, he put he put a great show. He put a great fight. So, you know, he he must he must have the athletes that he deserves. He deserves to, he deserves to win that fight. So I can't see him different. So, what would you say? What would you rate as your best knockout? Because everyone says, like everyone used to say, Duran could never could never be knocked out. And obviously, you went out there and starched him, and uh, you know the punch that kind of shook the world, really. Um, but what would you rate as your your best? 
I have I have a moment before Durant, but as far as being the top the top contender, it probably was Durant. Because Durant was one one of the most tough contending fighters that I knocked out pretty, pretty easily. I heard you were a reserve officer for the Detroit police. Are you still now? Do you not do that anymore? No, I don't do it anymore. No, I'm not a reserve anymore. Would that have been a career for you if you hadn't been successful in boxing, or did you kind of always know that you were going to be, that you were bound for success? I don't always know. I just, I, I just had an idea that I can, that I'll do well, and I just kept on my, from my own on doing well, just doing, doing my best. So you sparred with uh, Muhammad Ali, um, obviously many years ago. Now, what was that like? Was it? Because obviously you said he was your inspiration. Was that such a proud moment for you? That was a very proud moment for, my, for me as well because I got a chance to get in there with, with somebody that I idolized. That I, I paddled pal- myself after it. And, and for, to, to be there with him, man, it was a scary moment, but it was, it was a very proud moment for me. So I know the old Cronk Gym in Detroit is closed. Um, do you still have anything to do with boxing in the city? Um, I'm, about, I'm about to start my own promotion, promotion, entertainment promotion, and um, I'm, I'm going to have a whole lot to do with boxing in the city, around the world. So what's going on with uh, Thomas Hearns Jr. and his career? What are you guys looking to do? Well, he, uh, Thomas, my son, he's just getting prepared right now. And once we get him prepared and ready to go, he's going to have a nice career. I think he's going to have a very good career. Are you going to be coming over to the UK much as well to fight over here for the UK fans? Um, it's a possibility. It's still a possibility. Who would you say was your, your toughest uh, opponent that you, you faced in the sense of um, sort of their mentality and their their grit to dig deep in in hard times. A tough opponent. Yeah. Um, I would say probably 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 my was a tough opponent for me um, because I went all I went all out. I tried to get in and try to knock him out, and um, because when I tried to knock him out, I gave everything I had. About me giving everything I had made me short-winded, short-winded, and made it much more difficult fight because he started, he started to fight. Once I got tired, he started to fight. <laughs> do you, do you have um, did you have any sort of pre-fight rituals at all? Anything you used to do the night before, uh, lucky charms or anything like that? No, I just get make sure you pre pre rest and make sure I'm rest ready to go. I mean, people say uh, with your when you used to stand in the ring with your opponents, you used to look into their eyes and you'd never blink. Was that something you used to do to try and sort of intimidate the opponent, or was you like, "I'm never taking my eyes off you"? Well, it was just me just trying, trying, trying to look through my opponent and let him know that hey, I'm here, I'm ready to go, boy. I hope you're ready. Because uh, people <laughs> say that uh, Roberto Duran feared no one, but yet. Uh, people in the boxing world say that you you put a bit of fear in into Duran, with uh, the way you sort of looked at him and and your sort of aura around him. 
Well, I was, I was very different. I was very different for him. Um, our matchup was was totally different, and he never fought anybody like me, tall, and had had the advantages that I had. So he was a little bit, kind of a little bit nervous about that. Uh, looking back on your career, is there anything you would have liked to have done that you didn't do, say boxing the Olympics or or just anything like that? Uh, yeah, I, I wish I could have had opportunity to box in the Olympics. I really wanted to box in the Olympics, and um, I didn't get that chance. So that's, that's the only thing I really, I, the only thing that I regret not doing, being able to do in the boxing world. In your opinion, who do you think's the greatest boxer of all time, fighter of all time? Muhammad Ali. One hundred percent, I agree with that. So I'm glad glad we agree because Floyd Mayweather kind of puts himself <laughs> up there. <laughs> Floyd, Floyd's, Floyd's a good fighter, but Floyd is nowhere near have had had nowhere near the type of struggle that Muhammad Ali went through when he, when he was coming up. I mean, Floyd have done some great things. He's won a lot, lot of belts and done some marvelous things in boxing, but nowhere near like Muhammad Ali. I mean, that's... Muhammad Ali talks talk still to you and kick your butt at the same time. What do you think um, is the most important sort of skills in boxing to learn? Like, what do you think the most, most important is? Is it head movement, defense... Punching power. Well, it's very important to learn learn one first how to get your head out of the way. Next thing is to have a good jab. A good jab separates you from the rest of the fighters. Interesting, because obviously there are those fighters that uh, don't necessarily stand behind the jab. They are kind of a walk forward and and uh, and stand and fight in the middle. And yeah, but if you move forward and you don't have a jab to, to protect you. Move forward, you move yourself into combat zone. And when you get into the zone, you gotta be ready to put, put you gotta be able to fight and shoot forward. If you can't shoot forward, you'll get hit with something. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Cool, man. Thank you for your time and thank you for coming on. I really appreciate talking to you, man. Yeah, you take care of yourself and I'll, I'll hopefully chat to you soon, man. Appreciate it. You take Bye, care. Man. Thank you. Be good. Bye. Alright man, I'll talk to you later. Cheers man, take care, enjoy the gym. Bye mate.